0: Thank you for listening to Let the Right Films In, your podcast on the IMDb 250. Usually, this is a with feeling edition, which I usually say sooner. Uh, that means that my co-host Kayla steps out, except for when she doesn't, and another guest steps in to talk about a subject outside of the uh, Nolan-loving confines of the IMDb 250. This week, we have a, a previous guest on the podcast, good friend, it's been a while, Ben Renthouse.
1: Hey. I am Ben Rettenhouse. I am working my way to being a professional movie critic. My uh, my critiques are up on the Pacific Tribune, and I'll probably give Tyler the link for that.
0: We will definitely include that in the notes.
1: But um, other than that, I am a performed playwright, blogger, and professional eater of cookie dough at two in the morning. It has been a long time since we've talked. You know that?
0: It has. I actually felt bad about that. I was glad you messaged me the other day because it's been
1: a year. Oh my god. Over a year. I'm the worst. I'm so sorry. I'm it's terrible. okay. We talked about. So here's, let's give a rundown because we. T- well, the last thing we talked about was Batman v Superman. Oh my god. And the world has changed, Tyler. <laughs> the Babadook is gay. Suicide Squad won an Academy Award. The United States is now owned by Russia. It's, <laughs> it, there's things have happened. The DC isn't terrible now though. No, it's. Uh, let's not jump to. <laughs> Wonder Woman
0: is better than the previous editions in the DC universe. Can we agree on that?
1: Yes. Hey, all right. I listened to our Batman v Superman podcast yesterday Mm -hmm. just to get that old feeling back. Yeah. And after we get done trashing Batman v Superman, we talk for like 15 minutes like, you know what? Those Suicide Squad looks really different and just ingenious and it's going to save this whole thing.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm never being optimistic about anything ever again.
1: Yeah, we need to stop predicting things.
0: Stop predicting things? Stop having hope in things that we haven't seen yet?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: That's... Oh, man, that's a bummer. I I probably should have gone back to listen to that, but now I'm kind of glad that I didn't.
1: No, and it's like, oh, we were so excited, and it turns out to... They get worse with each movie. Because, like, I didn't think Suicide Squad was going to be as bad as Superman versus Batman. at I don't the very think anyone end. did. And it's way, way worse. Impressive yeah i just
0: yep yeah oh man that's i that was indeed the last time we podcasted together that is yep that's a trip oh well let's talk about happier things like why the suicide squad and its universe are ruining every oh wait no we won't get there yet we'll talk about a movie that is even better because you saw the mummy
1: i did i did see the mummy
0: uh, the Tom, the, on its way to possibly being Tom Cruise's biggest movie ever, recementing his status as one of our greatest action heroes. He's back, kicking off the Dark Universe and all of its many iterations that we will soon be subjected to. It's all very exciting, I can say with complete sincerity. So please, regale me with how good the Mummy is.
1: So here's the thing about this this dark universe. And what a name. <laughs> what a name. It, what a what a generic terrible name. Yeah. But um just call it the monster mash verse, come on.
0: I I honestly think that the Godzilla and King Kong universe might be call, being called the monsterverse and maybe that's why they I think know it why. is. But <laughs> even still I would prefer the monster mash universe to the goddamn dark universe.
1: So what I want is that when they eventually do that, you know, because they're building, you know, they're building towards a team up or something.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So I want in the trailer to that movie, I want like I want Frankenstein to turn towards the camera and do that Will Smith thing and go. So this is it. We're all some kind of monster mashup.
0: <laughs> We're not going to focus on Wonder Woman, but one of my favorite things. <laughs> OK, maybe not. one thing I liked about Wonder Woman is they never have the moment where like she's like some kind of
1: wondrous woman i was expecting it almost
0: oh uh, pleasant surprises i'm yes. not we're not going to get many of those with the dark universe i
1: don't good think. writing uh what is it how did it get there get out of there wonder woman but the mummy
0: Dark universe
1: yes the first installment of the dark universe and oh my god do they set shit up they they spend more time setting up future movies than they do setting up this movie
0: making an actual movie
1: yes
0: (laughs) instead of you know having a plot in this one they're worried about setting up the plot for the next one the reviews for this have been not super great uh the only good reviews have been it's terrible but delightfully so and um it sounds like they did all the wrong things, but they're still going to be rewarded for it, which is just classic Hollywood.
1: Well, I guess that depends on how much money they make.
0: I think one thing we've learned is that even if they don't quite make what they want to make, even if they only make back the cost and have a net profit of zero, they then have established that sweet, sweet IP, which means they should definitely plow forward with the next one and now make any changes at all.
1: I I guess, but here's, I'll just, I'll run down some highlights. So I don't like, please tell me the best parts of the mummy. So the best parts are Tom Cruise is wandering through this movie looking like he's lost. Oh, Tom. Um, I'm not going to I don't want to like give spoilers away here. But um, so they have the big thing about this movie that they were talking about. Now, see Tyler, this is a feminist movie. Oh, is it? Cuz they have a female mummy. Oh, that is super feminist of them. That is you can be whatever you want in this world. You can be Wonder Woman. Oh, man. You can be dead. That's that's really aspirational.
0: I'm inspired just hearing yeah,
1: this. Yeah, you can be a... Yes, they have a, a, a female sexy mummy. Could I be Dr. Hyde? Or Mr. Hyde? That's claimed.
0: Oh, come We're on. Con- like, I have a similar frame to Russell Crowe. You know, I got a few too many pounds on me. I'm a big, beefy white guy with a beard.
1: Dude, he's way bigger than you. <laughs> he's actually really fucking fat. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's 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 mean, but... We'll talk about that, but, it, but <laughs> we'll get to Russell.
0: We'll give him his time.
1: Yeah, they have um Sophia Botella, who was in a uh, Kingsman, who I like. She's and you Star know,
0: Trek. She wore all the makeup in Star Trek too.
1: Yes, so she's. I mean, she's actually pretty good, and she's beautiful too. Yeah, she's a she is a very sexy mummy, if that's what they're going for.
0: Very feminist of them.
1: Yes, especially when the so the end of this movie has her ba- basically like. Wearing like a thong and bustier made of like mummy gauze, empowering. Yes, yes, this is what women aspire to. But there are explosions. There is Tom Cruise running. Tom Cruise is made out of rubber in this movie because he gets he gets slammed, he gets in a plane crash, he gets hit by a bus. So far, you've no got me really
0: sold. You got a mummy and a thong, and then Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise things. It sounds great.
1: Yeah. Um, you have you seen the trailer? I,
0: have, I have in front seen... of every
1: movie. Each of the trailers, several
0: times, yes, before every movie. Every time, it's Atomic Blonde, great, and then The Mummy, incomprehensible.
1: So, what's the main thing they show in those Mummy trailers? What's the big scene they show?
0: Um, Let's see, they open the Earth, and Tom Cruise stupidly opens the sarcophagus. Yes. And then they spoil what happens later in the movie, I assume, in the trailers. But is that the point you were getting to, the sarcophagus, or should I keep going?
1: keep going what's the big set piece they show in all the trailers
0: oh what's the big set piece uh she's like floating through the city and like summoning things and i remember tom cruise is running
1: well okay so here's what i'm here's what i'm getting at is that in this in the trailers they heavily showcase a sequence in an airplane where it's going down i remember that you remember that i remember the entire first trailer
0: it like it like if I'm being honest it all blends together because again it's totally incomprehensible I know there's a city there's a tomb and there's an airplane but I couldn't tell you what happens in most of them because I well, don't think we actually hear any dialogue in them. no
1: we don't but anyway there's a big um when we you know when she first awakens and starts to attack she does it in an airplane when they're they're taking her back from Egypt where they found her
0: yeah
1: um and they they pretty much show you these this entire airplane sequence in the trailers and the reason why is because it's the best part of the movie. And it, it happens fifteen minutes in.
0: Great. Good sign.
1: Yeah. Probably so they they get into this um horrific plane crash. The 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 plane is like doing barrel rolls in midair. Yeah. Tom Cruise and the generic blonde white girl of the movie are like hitting the walls like they're in a a, a drying machine. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how
0: planes work. They roll and, and you tumble and it's really yes. fun. And they both live. They're, they're both fine. Well, yeah, it's not actually that dangerous. If you wanted a drying machine, you'd be fine.
1: Yeah, they're they're both completely fine. Tom Cruise wakes up, finds out that he's part of a plot to summon the mummy as part of a secret, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. type organization run by Dr. Jekyll, who is who is Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah, because he's chosen for literally no reason that I can tell. He's, well, he's just the chosen one.
1: There's no there's there is actually a reason.
0: Oh, good. I'm sure it's really insightful.
1: It's some bullshit. But <laughs> no, there so they do actually give a reason as to why Tom Cruise is the the chosen one.
0: Mhm.
1: I mean it's it really is like a ripoff rip-off of the Marvel universe. They have the secret organization run. They um It's a joke. Russell Crowe is Nick Fury, but like It is. No, way he no get. he he entirely is. Because he's even got like the leather trench coat and the gloves. But if you're, he doesn't have an eye patch but he has like the rest of the uniform
0: this is why I almost like want to embrace it because at least it's it seems shameless and how garbage it is
1: and okay so and and this in this version he is like dr like mr Hyde is like he doesn't actually like has to like drink a potion to turn it into mr Hyde or whatever it is in the original he does it like every 30 minutes and has to like inject himself to stop so, inevitably, you know there's going to be a scene where he turns into Mr. Hyde.
0: Yeah, like like in all the movies that that's ripping off.
1: Yes, yes. And, he, you know, and halfway – the mummy doesn't actually do much in this movie. She attacks once in the beginning and then, you know, goes on her big, like, destruction rant in the third act. The second act of the movie gets so bored with her that they bring in Mr. Hyde, a different monster, for Tom Cruise to fight because they're already bored with the mummy.
0: I didn't I, I didn't think Russell Crowe would actually have that big a role in
1: this. Oh, he does. Oh, my God. He turns into the Mr. Hyde Hulk and starts, like, talking and beating up Tom Cruise. He has this hilarious cockney accent while he does it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, yeah. And then... I, and I then, will the, need to get drunk for this. Yes. And then the end of this movie is just random explosions. <laughs> it actually They actually rip off the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie several times. No, those are clear homages to the original, because they respect their source material. Straight up rip-offs.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh, and she Courtney, does the villain pose, which I hate. Courtney B. No. Vance is in this? Yes. Oh. oh no. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. No. no I I she take, dies first. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back.
0: Oh my god. What? a What? And Jake Johnson, I I knew
1: Jake Johnson was in this. He's terrible. So, I have to spoil this. I'm sorry, I have to spoil (laughs) this. So, Jake Johnson gets, like, bit by, like, a poisonous spider, like, 15 minutes in the movie and dies. What? He keeps showing up as Tom Cruise's, like, imaginary mummy, like, BFF. What? And, like, guiding him, like, through the movie. No, shut up. You made this up. Oh, I didn't. This is not what happens. He, like, sh- you know, he, like, shows up and Tom Cruise, like, freaks out. And you think it's going to be, like, a scary oh mo- moment. Oh, my God. But they turn out – he's, like, a – he's, like, a – he's, like, a he's like an imaginary friend.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, fucking all the other – it's, like, Legion and all the other things that have had these, like, dead friends that turn into imaginary friends or whatever that are still there to help you through.
1: Oh, my God. Well, okay, but then it's, like, the movie can't decide if he's imaginary or not. Oh, my God. Because he's man. like he comes off you know Tom Cruise like, tension, okay, that's called building suspense, that's what that is. But Tom Cruise he'll like see him in the mirror, but he'll never like actually be there. So you get the you get the idea that he's like imaginary. Are right? these like the only elements of
0: actual horror that get included in the, in this? Yeah. Like Yes. Oh the mirror there's Like, refle- oh it's there's nothing actually there.
1: What? There are so many what? jump scares. What? Do you oh. know you know that noise that like that like <clears throat> noise that happens every time there's a jump scare? Yeah. If you take a shot every time that happens, you will die. Oh, my God.
0: Why does no one appreciate the effectiveness of a jump scare without the sound?
1: There are so many jump scare sounds.
0: See, this is the stuff that's selling me on it less. I want to get back to um, Jake Johnson is Tom Cruise's dead best friend. Oh, no. Helping okay, him is, fight you... Russell Crowe with a Cockney accent who
1: missed his dosage. Yes. No, You. they're... It's just so bad, (laughs) but it's glorious because it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh my God. And if every dark universe movie is like this, I I want them to get like more insane.
0: That's the thing is I will take the silly, terrible, shameless ripoffs of the Marvel universe before I take the ones that are very seriously trying to imitate its success or be like, no, we're like, we're like the bad version. We're the
1: bad guy. I would agree. Yeah, this is. I enjoy this way more than any like DC movie, except Wonder Woman. But yeah, no, just go full on trash and just be cheesy if you're going to do that. Because clearly they were they're like very clearly watching the Marvel movies almost down to a science. Because you can see <laughs> clearly probably in the script there were like studio notes written. Okay, well now here we have to tease a movie that's coming out in three years. Here we have to make a joke. Um, here we have to um. There has to be an explosion and a big cloud of dust and a sky beam. I gotta say, I love I love all this,
0: and I love Tom Cruise. I don't know if I love Tom Cruise in all this.
1: He just I don't know, man. He, he looked like he didn't want to be here. But the movie the movie sets him up. He's gonna be he's going to be like the staple of the dark universe. Of course,
0: Tom Cruise. I don't think could ever not be earnest, except in Tropic Thunder and things like that. But even then, he's being like really earnest Mm-hmm. and. It sounds like what the Dark Universe needs is a goofy white dude. Why didn't they pick that up from Marvel? They need a goofy white dude. Not a pretty white dude. What were they thinking?
1: Yeah. <sighs> Should have been like T.J. Miller or something.
0: Oh, my God. I would I would pledge them money for the next 10 years of
1: my life if a universe <laughs> centered on T.J. Miller. Well, you know what? They got like 15 other movies coming out.
0: Yeah, T.J. Miller can find a way in there eventually.
1: Oh, including, Tyler, including more feminism coming up. Because... Oh, more feminism? Yes, okay. because they... um. <laughs> the Bride of Frankenstein? Actually a character, right? Yes. they're Yeah, they're making her movie instead of Frankenstein, from what I understand. Oh, That is so and woke of them. They are in talks to have Scarlett Johansson as a sexy creature of the Black Lagoon.
0: That is so woke of them. Yes. Of, and of course it's ScarJo, because she's like the only one that they can find. They're like, we have a weird sci-fi thing that we're doing. Who do we get? She'll do it. There's no one else. No one else can do it. I mean, good for ScarJo. Make that money. I have nothing against her personally. So. No, because
1: she needs to stop doing bad movies.
0: That I mean, that'd be nice. Although, she did get, she did do Under the Skin, which buys a lot of cred from me.
1: It doesn't buy a lot of cred from me because she follows it up with, like, uh, you know, eh. the Marvel movies. And she follows it up with Lucy or, like, Ghost in the Shell <laughs> On the on the surface, Lucy makes
0: sense. Like, it see, like, seems interesting. I haven't actually seen Lucy. It's
1: <laughs>
0: but not. on the surface, like, the guy who made The Fifth Element doing, like, a a weird action movie based on a totally garbage sci- science, quote-unquote, presence, that, that yeah. seems fun. She was in Hail Caesar for a hot minute.
1: A hot minute. A like, hot li- minute.
0: Literally five minutes. But Yeah, probably less. She was in Chef. Chef was fun. I didn't. See
1: are we just going to ignore Ghost in the Shell, Tyler? Is that what we're going to do?
0: I mean, kind of like how I'm going to continue talking about how much I love Adam Wingard, but he also directed the Death Note uh, Netflix movie that's about to hit th- think pieces everywhere.
1: Yes! Aren't the, aren't the people in Death Note actually white, though?
0: No, I think Death Note is firmly rooted in like Japanese culture. And, oh, is like, it? Okay. Japan.
1: There are some... There are some animes where the characters are actually white. Yeah. Like, if you're doing, like, Cowboy Bebop, which I, which they are doing.
0: I saw that, and I also saw some consternation. It's like, well, this one they can actually make the people white in, which is still annoying, but less problematic than Death Note. I am not well-versed enough to, t- to like, speak with authority on these.
1: Yeah, because that actually, you know, I don't, I mean, it doesn't mean that they have to, per se, but the main character in there is a white Jewish dude. So if they do that, it's not like, taking something away
0: yeah it's like the same
1: thing i said about iron fist it's like there's precedence there so you can't really have problem with the show for doing the same thing
0: as opposed to ghost in the shell or
1: yeah you, know, something you can have like problem out. with it for being a piece of shit <laughs> i can it's that but
0: oh man good times good times
1: extended universes yeah i couldn't
0: see ghost in the shell because i already have my punching my blockbuster punching bag for the year in king kong and i gotta enjoy it for a little longer. why do
1: you hate that so much I...
0: God! I, I I can't get into it right now. I can't because we haven't finished the mummy yet.
1: Yes. Anyway, my anyway, my moratorium on the mummy, garbage, terrible. Eleven out of ten, I loved it.
0: <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted with the mummy. See, like you I've heard this take from you and like two other people I trust, and that's all I need to be yeah. back on board for the mummy.
1: So, 19% yes.
0: on Rotten Tomatoes, be
1: damned. Yeah, so I want I want more Dark Universe. Feed me. <laughs> I'm here for it. I need that way, way before the, 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 the Kongzilla-verse. I don't need that at all.
0: Speaking of the Kongzilla-verse, you also wanted to talk about cinematic universes and brilliant transitions.
1: Gentlemen, what are you prepared to do? No offense, but I don't play well with others.
0: Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away. What are you?
1: A uh, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs>
0: Actually, that ties into a lot of things we just talked about. How much I hated King Kong. How I
1: love Adam Wingard. Half the movie's coming out today. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, I, I do want to say right at the top, you know, there is a difference between, like, a series with sequels and a cinematic universe but more and more not only are we making more sequels we're making more cinematic universes until soon the cinematic universes will consume all sequels and there will be only universes and original movies
1: tyler stop fooling yourself there aren't going to be original movies anymore
0: There will be, because there is a there will always be a niche market for original movies. Like, A24 is explicitly, on all social media platforms, advertising, you want to avoid the shit sequels coming out this weekend, which is almost... They actually say shit. The rest of the words I'm not actually sure on. Go see our movie. A24 is basically marketing itself on, we don't do sequels, we do original ideas.
1: Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts.
0: I mean, Pixar let us down eventually, too.
1: But, until then... I'm really psyched for the La La Land cinematic universe, though.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so just for just to take stock, I did take note of all the, uh, the actual cinematic universes, the planned cinematic universes, the ruined cinematic universes, and the failed one. Full cin- cinematic universes, we have uh, the Dark Universe, which mm-hmm. does have roots in Hollywood history, so we can at least give it that. You know, the Universal Monsters were a thing. I uh, want to
1: talk about them a little bit later, but yes.
0: Uh, Star Wars now qualifies because you also have the one-offs and such.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, MCU, DCU, The Conjuring Universe. Because yep. there are guaranteed two, at least three different sets of spin-offs that are coming off of The Conjuring for... Because James... Ah, I don't, don't want to talk about it. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. I'm sorry to Annabelle. Please don't haunt me. Uh, I have no beef with you. You were the... Annabelle was the first spinoff. It's the additional spinoffs that are really getting to me. Yeah, she's uh, the the Lego universe.
1: The, oh my god! The,
0: the MonsterVerse, like Godzilla, Kong, Mothra, other things. Uh, the Transformers soon to become a cinematic universe, probably. We got the Bumblebee movie. Mm. Um, X Men cinematic mm. universe. Uh, some would say James Bond qualifies, although I'm gonna give them a pass. They've been doing it forever. What? Uh, that doesn't count. Those are sequels. I, I guess it's it's a weird thing. I wouldn't call it a cinematic universe, but like it's also not totally like sequels because they reboot it all the time. I don't know.
1: Would you count Harry Potter now? I say Harry Potter is getting pretty damn close. Harry Potter counts. If they made a spinoff, if they're expanding, yeah, they're expanding the universe. And it's an expanded universe.
0: Okay. So like Fast and Furious definitely qualifies. Not yet. I mean, they're
1: doing the Rock movie. It's going to happen. So when it, yeah I nothing is a guarantee. True. So when it's in theaters, then I will say it's an expanded universe. Kind of like how I don't believe the new Amityville movie is a thing. No.
0: <laughs> there's no movie. It doesn't exist. So Alien, I don't think would qualify yet because man, there's so many of these. I'm gonna skip some of these. Like yes, they,
1: I think Alien counts. Yeah, okay, okay Cause I, I like because technically Predator is part of that too, so it's all one big.
0: Jump Street thought about it for a hot minute. Oh, that's right. Predator, they're technically connected now. The King Arthur movie?
1: That's not happening. That was
0: going to be. It was going to be. Very pointedly in the marketing beforehand, it said that he had ideas for five other movies.
1: Nope.
0: Much like the Robin Hood expanded universe might be a thing. What? (laughs) Uh, Some other ones that have been rumored, Disney Princesses, Hanna-Barbera, Call of Duty, Hasbro, and the Valiant comic books. Oh, beautiful. The ideas just kept getting better and better. I can't wait for the Call of Duty cinematic universe.
1: I can't wait for the Hasbro one. (laughs) Does Battleship count? Oh, shit. What? Uh Oh, I forgot about that.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. I've reminded you. Now just think about how that happened. But yeah, so cinematic universes, they are not stopping anytime soon.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, and Hugh had some thoughts. I think it was how you think it's a great idea that will definitely save the movie industry that's being murdered by television and Netflix or something.
1: No, cinematic universes are a terrible idea. They're ruining the environment. Protest.
0: Oh, I guess that <laughs> – I guess yeah, we we're can done. have done that. Okay.
1: Um, I just – I think Mar- what Marvel did is really a blessing and a curse – as of now. And it only took 10 years. Yes. That's kind of the amazing thing. It was just a few
0: years ago that we were sit- like, we had just seen the Avengers and we we're like, that was fucking incredible. How the hell did they do that? People were like, I don't even know how they did that. That's, like, the most impressive thing in the world. Now, it immediately created a bunch of pale imitators who were like, we want that cash.
1: None of them are good. I can't think of a single one that's good of these cinematic universes that we've listed. They've all. All the attempts that I've seen have been from Mediocre to to Suicide Squad. <laughs>
0: it's like they learned the lo- wrong lessons from the Marvel movies.
1: I think that's what it is.
0: And also, they're all trying to accelerate the timeline. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. Like, Marvel just started with Iron Man, and Iron Man was just a cool movie. Iron Man didn't have to tie in and hint at all the other ones. When it was starting off, it just was an awesome movie, and then they made some more, and now they have clumsier attempts at tying them together. And it's becoming much more unwieldy, but at least to start and even still, they're making like some standalone ish movies.
1: I see. I think, I think most of the movies stand alone pretty well. Like Dr. Strange. I wasn't crazy about it, but it wasn't like a huge tie in Mm. or anything.
0: They trust the audience to know like, Hey, these are kind like, these these guys are going to join up eventually, but we don't have to tell you that 12 times in the movie. And because 12 fanboys will shriek that the batman logo popped up in the superman movie oh my god guys it's true batman and superman do exist the same universe i knew it
1: and so and when they when they do do when they do go overboard and start like you know promoting other movies within movies that's when their movies are bad because that was the main problem with iron man 2 and avengers 2 i don't think about i see we have conflicting things on avengers 2
0: one scene in avengers 2
1: one scene in Avengers 2, but all of Iron Man 2. Okay, fair. True. It was just a big setup for for the Avengers. Yeah. And I think they, ha- they haven't done that again. Probably because it didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> like they, you know, I Marcus think it performed did.
0: financially well enough, but it's clearly one of the worst of the, in the universe.
1: Yeah. See, they see see when they make mistakes, Tyler, they learn.
0: Weird. I don't understand.
1: I don't know. I, I don't understand <laughs> what this is either. <laughs> But okay, so here's my thing. Also, with these other, with with the the Monster Mash verse and the the DC universe and the the Kongzilla verse and yep. the the Harry Potter verse and the the Barbie verse and the the whatever.
0: I was gonna say you joke, but everything you say probably plausible.
1: They're making a Barbie movie, aren't they? They're doing that.
0: I mean, they've been making Barbie movies forever. It's just they're probably like the Power Rangers
1: thing. Like it's been a thing forever. Yeah, that's probably you know, another one. Just wait. Oh.
0: Uh, toy sales might make it happen you know there's been a huge uptick in power rangers toy sales so that becoming more and more likely we get might get another power rangers movie and who knows if that one does well hey maybe they'll split up and have a solo power rangers movie. that
1: is exactly what we need
0: I, I, that's what i'm saying you know i want um, each their stories
1: on the DL, though, I actually like Power Rangers. Oh, but, so does...
0: Like, I was gonna say, like, if I trash Power Rangers too much, a certain friend of mine is going to uh, come through the microphone and murder me.
1: I, I I thought it was, like, fun garbage. You know, it's 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 inoffensive, it's short. The Red Ranger gives me the vapors. <laughs> he has, like, 16 abs. How? How? I've anyway.
0: I've I've had pictures of him sent to me repeatedly over and over. Um, uh, attractive person, it's true. No, yes. I like. I mean, the Power Rangers is one of the least offensive of the new series, I think, because at least there is a standing audience for that. There's a history for there being like ton, tons of versions of that. Like,
1: uh, yeah,
0: there's a reason for it to be big and for them to have continuing adventures. Like,
1: and it doesn't it doesn't push that. Unlike, you know, these other things because these – all of these other non-Marvel cinematic universes, they're so concerned with setting up a movie that's going to come three years from now. Mm -hmm. They don't tell the story in the movie that they want to tell. That was the whole thing about Superman and Batman that was so bad was that it it, it was so intent on setting up Justice League that it was barely a movie. It's like
0: like we made a mini Avengers but it's mostly to set up the other Avengers.
1: And here's my thing. So – with the Marvel Universe, like, we knew what they were moving towards,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? They were all going to come together and do the Avengers, and that was going to be the first phase, and then every phase is going to end with an Avengers movie, right? That makes sense,
0: yeah. I'm into it.
1: With Justice, with this, the DC and Monster Mash-verse and Kongzilla and the Hot Wheels universe, oh. I don't... <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yep, continue. <laughs> what Like, what is the end goal? Making
0: more movies,
1: right? But like, when like, what do they coalesce? Like, I'm assuming like, because like, Justice League is not the end of the line. Because even after Justice League, they have Aquaman and the Flash and Cyborg and a bunch of other movies that no one really asked for.
0: Yeah, instead of like setting up a few characters, then bringing them together while introducing like another one or two characters that might get movies after that, it's like, well. Shit, we want to do Justice League because that'll make the most money. So we'll like do the two obvious ones now, and then we'll do the Justice League because we want that ASAP. And then, and then do, they have the like other
1: a, ones after. They have a, a bunch of other ones in the pipe. Like they have the Robin movie. They have a the the they have a Harley Quinn movie. Joss Whedon Batgirl movie. Yeah, J- which I'm that okay. That actually sounds kind of fun. I know but I'm into that. They have a uh,
0: cyborg Aquaman.
1: They have a Joker movie set up if Jared Leto wants to do it. Oh, fuck. Of course I hope he, he doesn't does. want to do it.
0: Of course he does. As long as he gets to send condoms to people still, why yeah. wouldn't he? It's,
1: uh, but, but like, they're just green lighting movies with no like direction of where to go with this.
0: There doesn't seem to be a plan other than to make more movies. It's not no. leading up to something. It's not like there's a, it doesn't ever seem like there's a big event no. Um, other than the fact that, like, oh, obviously they're going to meet each other eventually, but they're meeting each other to lead up to them meeting each other. Like, I don't, I don't know. Instead of teasing it out, we're, like, introducing entire scenes from what would be those movies, Avengers, in the current movies. Instead of giving us, like, a taste of that, it's like giving us an entire meal of, like, hey, here's what we're going to be serving for a week in two years. Just, yeah, I have all of it now.
1: The only way I can see this working is if they just make independent movies that don't tie into each other. Or, you know, have, like, small cameos and don't build towards anything. Because if they're just small independent movies you can like on their own, that's fine. But they're constantly building towards something that never happens. Why? Money. I know money, but eventually if they keep doing that, money's not going to come in.
0: I mean, you say that, but you don't know what they have planned in five years. It'll blow the roof off. There'll be a new cinematic universe that people will love. Yeah. And it'll be great.
1: They'll reboot it and restart it again.
0: Oh, fuck. So it's just going to turn into comic books then?
1: I think so. <laughs> really, there's no point in any of this. I don't know what... The-
0: we say Movie, Like, people like to say movies have basically turned into television, but maybe they've turned into comic books. Yeah. TV series, they go on for a while and then they end, whereas the mo- Like, these universes and these heroes now, it's more like we introduce them, we ride them for as long as possible then we take a break and we just come back and do it all again
1: yeah except in some cases their break is like two years Spider-Man I used to want to save the world this beautiful place but the closer you get the more you see the great darkness within. You forgot the Spider-Man Extended Universe, by the way.
0: I'm weirdly more excited
1: for the Spider-Man
0: Extended Universe somehow than a lot of these other ones.
1: I'm not. I don't... Uh, this that, that idea with the Venom movie, I kind of think it's not going to happen.
0: Oh, fuck. I forgot about the Venom movie. I was thinking of the Sable and... Uh, the Black and Sable?
1: Oh, Black Cat and Silver Sale. Yeah, I don't need that either. That can go away too.
0: I don't need it, but I don't know. It's off the wall enough. It does it's not as obvious as a Venom movie that maybe they'll actually do something with it. Whereas I feel like any Venom movie is either gonna try to ape what Deadpool like what Deadpool does because the characters are similar enough.
1: I think that's exactly what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> So it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, not what you'd expect. They're not the most known characters, so maybe they'll actually do something kind of fun with them and won't feel the need to build up a universe of Black Cat and Silver Sable movies. Like, they'll be open to sequels.
1: See, here's the thing, though, what I think with this is that I think, I think Wonder Woman is responsible for this Black Cat-Silver Sable thing with the buzz that it got. This I is mean, why we can't have good movies, <laughs> because they lead to shitty movies. <laughs>
0: I will say, at the very least, hiring more women to direct these big blockbuster movies is at least something good to come of it. Like that's okay, sh- it, a good shouldn't
1: to, it shouldn't have to be a female-led movie for you to have a female director.
0: Well, yeah, but unfortunately, Hollywood works very, very slowly.
1: Yeah, I I see. I understand that. I see. I understand why they're doing it. But like, is one of these things where I feel like Sony was like they saw the early reactions to Wonder Woman and then saw the movie. And they were like, OK, well, in three years, women are going to be the new cinematic universe. So let's. <laughs> let's... <laughs> we can market to this. Shut down the cinematic universe. Now it's going to be women.
0: Oh, my God.
1: You just know, though. I mean,
0: Hollywood, it will inevitably take what should be a positive and progressive thing and turn into how can
1: we market it? Exactly. So... That's that's what I'm saying, is that it's going to be like I'm just I'm just seeing like a bunch of I hate and I hate this term a bunch of cishet white people sitting around a boardroom going like, all right. So last year it was plaid and this year it's homosexual. So how many homosexuals are going to fit in the movies? (laughs) homosexual?
0: Honestly, (laughs) when it happens on this big a level, it usually is because they want to capitalize on a trend.
1: It's exactly why. And we can
0: like appreciate the representation and hope that it turns out well, like it has with wonder woman (laughs) while still knowing that it might not be for the best reasons.
1: But Um, it's like, I, I just I just hope they look at Wonder Woman and realize that like what went right there.
0: It wasn't just the fact that it was a woman starring yes. and directing. Yeah, it's not the that's not the point. <laughs> you don't just get to plug in plug woman into like the top parts and then you're like, all right, now we can do whatever yeah. because
1: woman is not a woman or gay or minority. That's not like <laughs> that's not a personality trait. Wait, what? I know.
0: I don't. I'm going to need you to, like, back up a bit. Uh, this is going really fast for me.
1: All right, listen um, you sit down.
0: Okay, I, I'm sitting, but I'll sit again.
1: I need you to stop, accelerate, and listen. <laughs>
0: um, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's my rant. Just as as someone who, I guess, can claim, like, double minority status, I just, I get kind of eye-rolly when things like this happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I'm not. I guess I shouldn't. I shouldn't bite the hand that's feeding me currently. But it's like this weird
0: thing of they're gonna do some of this stuff for the wrong reasons, but it's still better that it happens
1: than not happening happening at all. But see, here's my thing though. Because if if Wonder Woman was bad, what do you think would happen?
0: Yeah, that's I was. That's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, yeah, but then you say that, and as soon as it fails, they're like, well, fuck, it's because we put woman in it.
1: Yeah, oh! that's I, that's exactly what they would have thought.
0: Yeah. And which they, is very clear when you read the interviews of Patty Jenkins. So that's like why she left Thor 2. Because she knew. She was like, yeah, whether I like it or not, the future of woman directing is kind of dependent on the success of this. Which Yeah. Is, which is very rough paraphrasing. But she's aware of the weight that is, fairly or not, placed upon the movie that she is directing.
1: And she's also a good director.
0: Yeah. It's almost like she directed an Oscar-winning movie before.
1: Because she wasn't the original director on Wonder Woman.
0: Oh, no. That went through, like, 20 years of stuff. Although she has been, um, like, involved in one way or, or another for, like, a decade or so.
1: But there was another... Michelle McLaren. Yes. Who, like, had a weird... She had weird ideas that I didn't like. <laughs> but But people were excited and then reverse excited
0: when she... Very upset when she left because she is this really acclaimed, super successful television director who... Like, directed the best episodes of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe, but, like, when I heard about Wonder Woman having, like, a a sidekick talking tiger, I was like, mm. Yeah, there were some... I don't know if you quite get this. (laughs) But, yeah, so I guess we'll just have to see what happens with these. I'm not gonna... I guess I shouldn't preemptively complain.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll just continue getting sequel and cinematic universe fatigue, although still lamenting all the times it fails us, but still losing our minds and throwing billions of dollars at the few times that it does, which is why the studios will continue trying to make them because they're aiming for the home run, not the doubles.
1: I'm wondering how though, that this dark universe is going to do because they show they, you know how like Marvel has their Marvel tag at the front of every movie. Yeah. They do that with this. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. No. They no. Do the, they do the Universal logo, and then, it, like, the, the world turns, like, dark, and, like, the Dark Universe logo spins around it.
0: There's a Dark Universe logo?
1: Yeah, there is. And everyone's like, what? Uh, <laughs> People in the theater out loud said, what?
0: No. I love how garbage it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. The thing is, like, they even, um, they, they then, there, it was like a a publicity point. So we'll see how it actually goes. And one of the things they said is like, Oh, we'll have like all kinds of budgets for this too. There'll be micro budgets and stuff too, which that does kind of excite me if they actually embrace taking different approaches because the one, like one of the big things you could say about Marvel is while they say that they make a crime movie and a war movie and a detective movie or whatever, they generally are like the same flavor.
1: They're getting more blended. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which if, the dark universe actually embraces doing something different, and not everyone isn't like some silly horror slash action movie. Like I think that actually would be interesting, and every movie wouldn't have to make a billion dollars to count as a success.
1: But which one is going to be the micro budgeted one? I mean, I don't
0: know. Probably the one with a woman in it.
1: The Bride of Frankenstein, the little indie movie. Yep, it's actually got a director. Who is it? Bill Condon. Oh, that's like an actual director. Yes, it is.
0: <sighs> they didn't give it to just another like white boy who made a one cool indie movie.
1: That's what they did with the Mummy. <laughs> that's yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, I know is that is fucking that like your...
0: King Kong and fucking Jurassic World.
1: Is that your pet peeve? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it...
0: Let's just put it this way. I found I discovered a new podcast the, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I really liked it. And then they went on this riff for several episodes where they just made fun. They just trashed Colin Trevorrow. And I knew this was the podcast for me. We were fated to be together. I have found my soulmate. It is a podcast that also hates Colin Trevorrow. What do you say? Light. Darkness.
1: balance it's so much bigger so i take it you're not excited for star wars part nine
0: i want to die
1: oh no i'm not excited for any of them really
0: i'm i'm super excited for episode eight because it's ryan johnson and ryan johnson is one of those directors i would give like my entire meager life
1: savings but he's working under disney
0: Yeah, but he's he wrote like he also wrote this one largely by himself. Like it seems to be mostly his vision as much as anyone's vision will come out in a Disney movie.
1: I just don't. I don't see because I thought Force Awakens. It was just a complete remake. I mean, there was nothing really original about it, right? But I enjoyed it. I know. I know, and so did I. I But the more I think, the more I'm like. This, may, this cost a disgusting amount of money, and it made a disgusting amount of money. And honestly, that kind of pisses me off.
0: It's the, it's like the rare example of setting up a universe that works, despite the fact that it's almost entirely built on like previous nostalgia and setting up future things. Yeah. I think partially because, and this will be in an article that was in the show notes, it's like the start of a story. It isn't... I don't know, like, this is supposed to be, like, a trilogy that tells a single story. Yeah. So it's a little different for the first movie of what is a trilogy to be a little uh, place setting as opposed to a supposedly standalone movie setting up a bunch of other movies that are tangentially related in some way.
1: I guess. But if if this new one is a complete, like, remake of Empire, I'm going to be mad.
0: Well yeah, if there's a <laughs> what if there's another Death Star? <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what if it's like no, but but this time it's like the size of two moons. Huh? <sighs> or it's it's like a <laughs> Jupiter death star moons. where it's like made entirely of gas and they have to like stop. Stop shoot it in the right place to like start a chain reaction that of gas because it's like, it's like Jupiter now.
1: It's really big. I just, in the in the trailer, I saw everything that I'd seen before. I've seen the millennium Falcon. Oh, those colors I've, pop though. I've seen the, the, the Y wing fighters flying over like a terrain. Mm-hmm. I've seen people training with lightsabers. I've heard the same speech about the light side and the dark side. I, I can just go watch Empire again.
0: It should also be said that I don't have a strong attachment to the original trilogy, and so, okay, much of my excitement is probably also born of the fact uh, that The Force Awakens has like my favorite characters in the entire series.
1: That's fair.
0: So I can't, I I can't come. I do, from the perspective. I think that's the
1: only thing that makes me not dislike that movie is that, you know, the new three are so good.
0: It's amazing what
1: happens when
0: you just have some delightful act actors playing out some like great characters. It's true. So yeah, I'm super excited for episode eight and uh, episode nine. I uh, don't want to talk about not only the fact that Colin Goddamn Fucking Trevorrow is directing it, but the fact that he is the one who will have to deal with reworking the entire script because Carrie Fisher died, and I just don't trust him with that.
1: Mm. That's true.
0: I don't trust him with that at all.
1: I don't, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm sketched about how that's going to work out. Probably not great. I hope they CG her in like they did in Rogue One.
0: I think they, I thought, I think that was like one of the, sadly, one of the first storylines after her death was, are they going to do that? And I think they said they weren't going to. Okay. Or at least they're not going to make her like a Grand Moff Tarkin central character. I think they said they weren't going to do that, but who knows? They made Kurt Russell young and sexy again for...
1: But Kurt Russell's alive.
0: Oh, Kurt Russell, yeah. And he's still sexy.
1: Yeah, he was. But he's like, they just, <laughs> they, they just did some stuff to his face to make him look younger, like, bringing back Carrie Fisher from The Dead. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Man, what a fun note to end
0: on. Carrie Fisher's dead and Colin is directing a Star Wars movie. Yay!
1: This is the world we live in, kids.
0: Oh, it is. It is.
1: Are you, so... Just before we close, run down some more of these, because these these cinematic universes they're popping up everywhere. So oh, they're popping. Are you are you how are you feeling about MCU? You good? Feeling? Look, I, I mean,
0: Thor is Thor three is directed by Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Captain Marvel and Black Panther coming up. Uh, yep. Black Panther is like one of the greatest casts ever assembled directed by Ryan Coogler and Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel is one of my favorite favorite characters in Marvel and she's being played by Brie Larson who I love so I'm feeling fantastic about the MCU
1: I am actually I've made a I've made a promise myself on the MCU that once Avengers 4 and Defenders are out I'm done
0: oh well that's gonna be tough when Disney owns each of our bodies and part of living is getting sustenance from going to screenings of new Marvel movies.
1: Well, when that happens, I suppose I won't have a choice, but I'm, I'm getting <laughs> worn down. So I'm, I'm sticking it out to the end of these, and then I'm out.
0: The thing I found with Marvel is as soon as I say I'm done, like, I was done with Thor. But then they got Taika Waititi, and they casted Tessa Thompson and Jeff Goldblum and made a fun trailer. And I thought, well, I guess I'm not done. They're always going to drag me back in.
1: It like, does look fun, but it looks it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: I'm placing a lot of faith in Taika Waititi directing it. If it was like another Trevor O or Jonathan Voigt Roberts, I would say yeah, it's definitely someone just trying to ape James Gunn, and that never goes well because even James Gunn yeah. can't do the James Gunn thing all the time. No. Um, but because but, it's Taika Waititi, I have faith.
1: Yeah. So MCU looking good. DCU not crazy about it. Monster Mashverse I want more.
0: my favorite conclusion from this love it i can't wait to see that
1: kongzilla verse i take it that you're not
0: no i mean i love adam wingard who's directing the kong versus godzilla movie and i actually liked the godzilla
1: movie but i just oh see i didn't i don't care (laughs) i didn't like the godzilla movie and i loved kong (laughs) um
0: I'm sorry. That's okay. It's fine. I'm not mad. It's like Jurassic World. I'm like I'm not mad at anyone who likes it, but I will sit here on my little stool, being a nobody, being very upset about it.
1: Yeah, I mean I understand that Sam Jackson makes com- completely stupid decisions the entire movie, and it's true. But um, Harry Potter verse? You excited? I still haven't
0: seen the new one, but oh. I. I love Harry Potter, so...
1: It's almost suspicious how many of these Johnny Depp appears in. Oh, Just saying. Okay,
0: I was until you said that and reminded me that Johnny Depp is a part of this, and now I'm...
1: And he's in the Monster Mashverse.
0: And also, that entire universe is built on, like, like one young actress and then, like, five dudes in their 40s and 50s. I know! <laughs> Why are they taking... <laughs> I love Javier Bardem, but you're hanging your universe on Tom Cruise, Javier Bardem, and Johnny Depp. That is... Russell Crowe. And Russell Crowe. That is some old-ass monster universe.
1: So, here's my thing, too, is that Sofia Batella, if the if the end of The Mummy is telling him anything, she ain't coming back. Oh, fuck. God damn it. So... I was really excited that she was going to be in it. I don't think... She, I would be... I don't know how. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they can do it.
0: Never underestimate these movies.
1: But yeah, no, the, there's, there's there's Johnny Depp's everywhere. There's Johnny Depp's galore. He loves the cinematic universes, apparently. So, because he's set to be a big part of both the Monster Mash verse and the Harry Potter verse. So. And
0: being a central part of it. I mean, like, Jeremy Renner is in a bunch of different franchises, but he's never the main dude. Although, he usually starts as the main dude and that gets shunted off to the side, but still.
1: yeah. Well, in the Marvel universe he just starts on the side.
0: not <laughs> But like born, he was supposed to be the new born and they're like, "Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Actually, Matt said he'd take our check this time." And uh Mission Impossible, and then
1: That's right.
0: Yep, yeah, but then they're like, "Ah, oh, sorry. Tom Cruise." Oh. And now he's not even in the new
1: one. Poor Jeremy Renner.
0: <laughs> hey, Jeremy Renner's fine. He flips houses. He does real estate. Is he really? Yeah, he's he's a house flipper.
1: Oh. That's kind of sad.
0: And he like doesn't know shit about the movies he's in. He just kind of he just shows up and acts. He's one oh. of those, yeah. which is better than sending condoms to people. So not gonna begrudge him. <laughs> what about the X Men universe?
1: Is there one? I thought it was just Deadpool.
0: <laughs> I am excited for anything that doesn't involve Brian Singer, just because I'm fucking tired of Brian
1: Singer X Men. So I saw, you know how they take those big photos at Comic Con of like all the casts of all the universes yeah yep so i saw one of the x-men universe
0: (laughs) it's an entire conference room
1: it is but it includes the it includes like hugh jackman who is now retired jennifer lawrence who's like
0: probably hiding behind michael fassbender or something yeah
1: michael yeah her michael fassbender who are not doing those movies anymore the cast of x-men apocalypse which failed yeah and channing tatum who was supposed to be gambit but is not i am kind of excited for new mutants Oh, that's right, they are making that. And I, I they, they cast
0: some really cool people in it. Oh, it's happening. They've uh they cast Anya Taylor Joy from The Witch, Maisie Williams of Game of Thrones, um Rosario Dawson's apparently gonna be in it because she's just gonna be sidekick to superheroes
1: into Rosario reality. Dawson's in this too? New mutants? Yeah. Okay. Well she's rumored. She's rumored. Okay, well, then she gets the Johnny Depp spot of being in every goddamn cinematic universe. You know she what? Is, I will... That,
0: Rosario Dawson in a movie is a delight, though, so I will take that.
1: It is. Okay, she is just, like... She is just universe-hopping, because she's been in, like, three.
0: She's in every Netflix movie.
1: She is. Which or, I feel so bad, because she, like... she gets She's of, inc- like, decreasing importance in all those Netflix ones.
0: But she's also, like, the most important character,
1: because... She's she, really... Ha- as the most screen time of all of them. Eventually Well, she's like tying them all together, but like, so did you, have you seen all the, the, the the Netflix ones? Uh, I have seen a few episodes
0: of iron fist in the background while I was doing on Photoshop.
1: So like her entire role in iron fist is her standing there going, no, stop. Don't (laughs) do that.
0: That's kind of what I picked up. Isn't it? That seems like that's what everyone's role in iron fist is. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what happens in that.
1: The bad things. Rosario Dawson stands there and frowns. The guy who plays Iron Fist is a bore. It turns out that the hand is, like, Scientology. <laughs> it's all a mistake, Tyler. It's all a mistake. Another big
0: problem with Marvel, even though, like, this is less Marvel than, like, the movies or whatever, but um, even on Netflix, when they have 52 episodes to spread it out across during... The main villain is still
1: generic, bad stereotype. See, they weren't, because, like, Kingpin and Purple Man were good. Oh, that's true. You know what? That's... Yeah,
0: but, like, the big bad for the entire universe is the hand.
1: Yeah, a bunch of faceless ninjas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, like in the single... In the individual series, they've had some great villains, but, like, the big bad across all of them is just faceless ninjas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got, that's, see, that's in the comic books, too, though. And you can, you can like, kind of modify that in some way if you wanted to. But oh, yeah. really, I mean, they're not changing anything from how it is. They're just a big faceless organization there, too.
0: Oh, no, it's it's one of those things, like, I don't hate it. It's just, like, you yeah. could, like, you've improved on other things in so many ways or translated them well, and yet this one is still just as boring as it is in the comics, or most of the comics. Oh, fuck, yeah. there's going to be a Punisher series, too. God damn it. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> people like the Punisher and also, I don't know, like the Deadpool thing where people like,
1: Oh, someone's mowing down enemies. Oh my God.
0: You know, that'll probably at least be the one Netflix series where people don't just get hit once in the face and then stay down because they're unconscious. I'm just saying the Netflix series are really good at knocking people out, hitting people into unconsciousness, which even if that were, how uh getting knocked out worked was you just get you're out cold for 30 minutes or whatever i don't think it would work quite like it does and it's like a silly thing to get caught up on like how there's no blood in wonder woman when there are fights with blades and stuff but at a certain point it gets distracting when it's like yeah they're just 20 dudes knocked out cold on the floor they all got punched once in the nose i don't know what to tell you
1: it's a perpetual problem with comic movies because like yeah yeah there's it's too realistic and then everyone's knocked out within five minutes or you know it's a fight with no blood and no one gets hurt so you don't feel like there's any stakes so
0: i don't hold it against them because it's not their fault like the entire rating system is built up to reward violence but punish blood like punish consequences of violence so yes it's not the fault of the people making the movies and television shows that that's what they have to do to slip into the ratings but it it sucks
1: and it's distracting it is dumb Really, okay, so so really the whole ratings board is like, they love massive carnage, love but me. you're right, no blood. Because the end of, this was my one complaint about Wonder Woman. Well, actually, I had two. Is that the generic stock villains.
0: The third act has some issues.
1: And the fact that the, the entire third act is just explosions and two video game characters punching each other.
0: Yep. Really liked Wonder Woman, but... <laughs>
1: but I can't. In the end, it turns into two
0: strong, fast beings just... Just like yeah. like a two-year-old, just like smashing action figures together. And they
1: do it in a populated... Again, with this. <laughs> I can't blame them for that.
0: The, the emotional beats of the third act work for me, but like...
1: Well, it doesn't actually really work for me, though. Because think about it. Like, at the end of the movie, she's facing off having this big epic battle where there's explosions and fire and a very important character dies. But she's fighting with a character that we just met and that she just met and has no connected you know no connectivity to and doesn't know like it's kind of built up
0: throughout the movie at least it at least has that that it is building up to to this character but yeah it still being less terrible than some of the other versions of this doesn't mean it actually works no but again main issue with that everything else big bang yeah i would agree <laughs> yeah. but yeah what's the next thing so thor's coming this year justice league is coming
1: I'm just so exhausted I, it it's it's tiring to think about it it actually is that's but, why i was i was actually kind of happy to not go see the mummy
0: i went to see go see the cool hip a twenty four movie instead yeah felt good about
1: it man i'm I'm liking them more and more i'm glad they won the academy award
0: I, like it's like a cliche at this point to love a twenty four but I can't help it they make so many great goddamn movies yeah i don't
1: really care about this cliche thing because I'm like they earned it
0: they do they make great movies they give these awesome like they give these great directors shots and interesting in some way not in, like even the movies that don't totally totally work most often don't turn out to be like you know boring like failed oscar bait or anything like that it still mm-hmm. has interesting ideas or voices or perspectives or like i can at least like i'm like man the camera work they're doing here is incredible um, yeah and well I'm, like I, was, I can't I was, wait for their cinematic universe, is what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, the Moonlight cinematic Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but each of the Chirones travel through time uh,
0: to meet up with the Andru- uh, Ava from Ex Machina, and then the monster from... Oh, fuck, it follows isn't in there. It doesn't work as well, but I will find a way. It sounds I'll like Moonlight had way. a
1: baby with, like, Cloud Atlas. <laughs> oh, my God oh cloud atlas dude cloud atlas is like a cinematic universe in one movie (laughs) yeah
0: you know that's because the wachowskis are forward thinking and the world is not prepared for them in the moment
1: no it's not that's yes that's what the problem is that movie is too far ahead it's not bad it's just it's beyond their capability
0: i've actually read that book and
1: i haven't
0: haven't seen the movie to be honest but like oh really no no i haven't i want to
1: because it seems fascinating and the Wachowskis are some of the most people ignore this a lot. Is that they are probably two of the most influential directors of all time. Yeah. And they are two trans women. Yeah. Don't say there aren't strides in Hollywood. <laughs> there are small strides. They had to make a billion dollars
0: with The Matrix to finally get that shot, but still. But it
1: was. But The Matrix like deserves a million dollars. Yeah. Now the the sequels. Don't exist. (laughs) I have heard some interesting
0: defenses of those. Those movies that I have not seen in over a decade. Yeah. And it's a great way to consume them because I'm not actually watching them.
1: More Wachowskis. Less of the bad Netflix show that I didn't care for, but more Wachowskis.
0: (laughs) I have not seen the Netflix show, but I have – there are several people who either are co-hosts on this podcast or have been on the podcast. who are very upset about that cancellation.
1: Yeah, I saw that it got canceled on uh, the beginning of Pride month. I don't I don't want to like
0: be on the side of Netflix or canceling uh I don't think queer, they did that. Queer things, but like like if they're going to cancel it, are they supposed to just like wait until Pride month's over and dodge questions about whether it's coming back for the next 31 days? I I It had to be announced at some point. It sucks that it was when it was, but like
1: it, people People take things to an illogical extreme, and it's, like, this is not an assault. Like, I'm sorry that the show got canceled. I genuinely am if you enjoyed it, but let's... It's unfortunate optics,
0: but I don't think its it came out of malice. I think it just came out no, of business, No, 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 not at all. What, what I will say is I hope that, at the very least, uh, this frees up the Wachowskis to get... An insane amount amount of money from someone again to make another giant movie that is probably ahead of its time and won't do that well.
1: Yeah. And I hope they I hope they replace because they cut I know they cut a lot of diverse programming is what we're gonna call it. I don't know because I don't know how to I don't know otherwise how to phrase it. Yeah. But, um so I hope they replace it with something of equal measure like that, and mm-hmm. not just like more like <laughs> white dude versions of Kimmy Schmidt.
0: That I mean, the thing with Netflix is that there isn't really a one to one ratio. Is there's always stuff in the pipeline. So whatever gets announced next, the next few things that get announced might be seen as
1: replacing Sense Eight and The Get Down. But that's and you know what I, Netflix Netflix more than any other channel like really does well with diversity.
0: A lot better than most like most studios and stuff. Not
1: only of like quantity, but also of quality. Yeah, because like. I don't know if if no one has seen Master of None, but they should. I, I I love Master of None. It's so good.
0: Where else would Master of None happen? It gets to do like not like, and it's not not even just the diversity. It's like the filmmaking of it too, and the chances
1: that they take. It's just. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think on HBO it would have a chance, really. No, which
0: Netflix, because of how it's set up, is more built to give chances
1: to these things. Yeah, and it did. It got two seasons, so you can't say they didn't like give it a chance they spend a bunch of money, yeah. money on it too i think i think
0: the big thing that most people have with it is that apparently the way that the second season ends is specifically because netflix well asked them to get it to all like before they canceled it they were like hey can you like we need to cut costs can you get it like all in one place or something so it's not filling as many places or whatever oh. and so like they, they didn't get the heads up that they were being canceled that like other shows have gotten I think that's part of the beef with it, but that's one of
1: those.
0: Yeah, which which again sucks, but also like is also kind of a business. I don't know.
1: That's the business.
0: I think what it comes down to is it sucks that that show is not going to continue because it's doing a thing that like no other show is doing, and it meant a lot to a lot of people. But hopefully, they see the support it got as a sign to get more programming. Similar, like more more queer programming on the air, basically.
1: Yeah, more diverse and they, yeah, I mean, if they, if it's gonna go anywhere, they give it to like you know, they're very good about giving it to like, not like having like a queer or a black show, and having like as you said like some white guy who's done one indie movie running.
0: <laughs> to be fair, they also give a lot of work to those white guys making more indie movies,
1: but like it's not the only thing they do. Yeah, right. No, they have like a they they have a spread.
0: They they may they they have so much like and come up on another like one of the episodes that hasn't aired is like how is netflix killing movies and that whole discussion which is a whole
1: other thing it's fascinating though it is fascinating Um, and yes they probably are
0: thanks for joining me ben uh it's been great to talk sorry it's been like uh a year
1: no problem we're
0: podcasting more regularly so i'd love to have you on again sometime soon to discuss the mummy 2 more feminist mummy empowerment
1: uh but until then um, okay, and just to say <laughs> yeah. I am not joking about feminism. I I appreciate it. I am not anti-feminist. I just I I I I enjoy making fun of shallow attempts at feminism.
0: I I hope that came through. Like we are very big proponents of feminism and like all kinds of representation and, film yes. cinema and more people getting chances to voice that. Yes. It's just that sometimes Hollywood makes uh, blatant and clumsy attempts at those things and should, uh, while being applauded for giving the opportunity or giving opportunities <laughs> to those people, maybe made fun of a bit for the fact that they do it in the wrong ways.
1: Sometimes you can applaud someone while also giving them a side
0: eye. Yeah. It's almost actually, that's like the theme of this podcast has always been nothing is perfect even the things you love deserve some kind of critical analysis and pushback. Yes. Yeah. And so even though some of the advances we've talked about are great, uh, they're not always done in the best manner or done for the right reasons. And I think it's important that we acknowledge those things.
1: Yes. But even
0: as we are glad to see them.
1: Yes. This is not, this is not mine and Tyler's assault on feminism. So, you know, So and if they've
0: been listening to the podcast, they, uh, yes. little girls,
1: if you're listening, if you want to be a mummy, be a mummy. No judgment. Be whatever mummy you want to be. Yes. <laughs> so, Good night, everybody.
0: Before we dig ourselves deeper, thanks for listening. This has been Let the Right Films In with Feeling with Ben Rettenhouse. Find us on social media. Email us. LTRFI.com is a place we own. Find all our stuff there. I don't know. You know the plugs. Rate and review us. Send us.
1: Read my uh, reviews.
0: Gift cards. Yeah find for real though find ben stuff in the show notes uh, follow
1: me on twitter facebook him help
0: ben become the next roger ebert
1: the position's open he's not filling it anymore
0: someone's got to fill it granted i mean because of the uh how much content is out there it will probably never be filled but still you know they're turning podcasts into tv shows now pretty soon you can get your own tv show too why not
1: i know when are you guys getting your comedy central show
0: (laughs) really I mean, Lore is turning into a TV show. Sword and, Sa- Sword and Scale is turning into a TV show. Limetown was always created with the idea that it would become a TV show. I'm pretty sure. I don't know.
1: Okay. Uh, you're on the way up. Yeah, you
0: know, now that I've uh, podcasted successfully three weeks in a row after six months off, I I think I've shown about as much uh, ability to create a television show as Colin Trevorrow showed in making a blockbuster movie. also you know a bland white guy in his 20s who really likes movies so i think i think steven spielberg will see a little bit of himself and me
1: i know there Still aren't many the role models out there for you but
0: it's 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 hard man you know
1: so interesting piece of trivia i don't know if we're recording or not i have held the annabelle doll like the real one in my hands really yep okay I just wanted to put that out there that I thought. <laughs> I thought
0: you were gonna have some follow up like and it touched me bad.
1: No, it it didn't move at all.
0: <laughs> Weird.
1: Weird. Have you seen what the doll looks like?
0: Uh I've only seen the movie version. I heard the real life version is not as creepy, I think.
1: It's a Raggedy Ann doll.
0: Oh that's <laughs> That's right, oh my god. Because why would anybody make an actual, like the Annabelle doll, why would anybody actually make something that creepy?
1: Yeah, no, no one would ever buy that doll for their child, but yes, I have, yes, I have, have, I've, I've been in communication with Annabelle. How's she doing? She She was good, she was good, she just sat there politely, didn't move, and didn't possess me. I gotta say, she's
0: gotta be making great residuals off of The Conjuring and its sequels. I mean, yeah. I wonder if it works like TV, where once you hit, like, six or seven editions, uh, like, se- seasons, you mm-hmm. start really making bank.
1: Yeah, they, they, I assume. When they
0: put the Conjuring movies in syndication, it's going to be great for her. Um, and she doesn't even
1: do anything. She just sits there, just cashes the check. Yeah. I, Turns her head every now and then. No one even knows how she cashes the check. She
0: disappears exactly. around the corners.